0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the More Melanin Podcast. I'm Tish. And I'm Lydia. And we're so excited to have you join us today. Before we get started, we would love if you would give us a follow on whatever podcast system you're listening to us on, and also head over to our Instagram, The More Melanin Podcast, and follow us there for updates. So Christmas, Christmas.
1: And 2022.
0: What are you doing for Christmas this year? Like, how are you navigating a second Christmas in a pandemic? What is that looking like? Oh, God. You
1: know what? Listen. <laughs> how do I don't want to answer this question. <laughs> um, I am seeing my husband's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, And... <laughs> This should be interesting because you got a bunch of I'm not even gonna say it. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Listen. They're not anti vaxxers, they're just anti COVID vaxxers. <laughs> so this should be very interesting for me. Yeah. Um because you know me, like I can't hide my emotion mm-hmm. at all. I cannot hide how I'm feeling because my face shows everything. And when I'm uncomfortable, I tend to be a little bit of a disturber and I just say things that make people mad. And then I just walk away. So it should be very interesting. Um, yeah. I said to Tom, I'm like, maybe we should take separate cards.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's that cards. deep. eh?
1: Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm hoping that it just remains civil and that nobody says anything, but I feel like somebody inevitably will. Mm-hmm. Um, and like here's the thing I'm of the mindset of if you don't want to get vaccinated that's fine right I just if you get COVID I need you to stay home and grin and bear it and hope for the best right I just don't want to hear about it you know what I mean likewise if you (laughs) are about getting vaccinated that's great go and get yourself vaccinated but we don't need to hear about it you know what I mean like just
0: Okay, got
1: it. Because we just need to agree to disagree. Um, And I've said that to family members before. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand you're doing your research because all of a sudden you have a science degree and you know everything. But I don't agree with you. So let's just not talk about it. Right? Like, that's your decision. And that's wonderful. I just don't want to hear about it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to talk about it. And I think that's, like that's the biggest frustration I feel like now, Mm -hmm. Um, especially like with, you know, whatever numbers going up and blah, 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 blah. Everybody has their opinion on everything. Right. So yeah, I'm just like, can we just let's agree to disagree. Let's like, just try to get through this thing.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and that's it. Right. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm coming from. So, and it just feels like, I feel like especially this year, I feel like just COVID is taking over even more than it did last Christmas. Really? Yeah, that's how I feel. And I think it's maybe because I work in the hospital setting and I see what's going on behind the scenes. Um, And I've been paying attention a lot to the news because I need to because of work. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just maybe it's because my husband's side of the family is very vocal about this stuff and so I'm just like I don't know it's just it's just a lot so Mm -hmm. I feel like for me like I would rather just stay at home with the kids and Tom and like have our own Christmas and in our little bubble away from everybody Because with kids you don't need to talk about COVID they don't care they do not (laughs) like they don't care they just want to watch all their Christmas movies and whatever like this morning I gave the kids waffles Put some syrup on on it and loaded it with marshmallows and started singing the theme song from Elf because, and they were so excited. They were so excited. Right? So it's like, this is just, this is all I want to do. Yeah. You want to have fun (laughs) with your kids.
0: That sounds incredible. I also want you to be my mom for Christmas because (laughs) I want waffles with marshmallows as well. Like, what the heck, Tish? Where's mine? Right? I know.
1: I know. We put marshmallows on everything during Christmas. So, yeah, what? like, why? That's so right. random. What do you mean it's random? This is like elf life. We live like elves during Christmas. Right. right. And in our heads, elves just eat marshmallows and syrup and candy and
0: no vegetables. <laughs> All Christmas long, folks. <laughs> Although,
1: that's a lie. It's a lie because the kids love vegetables more than they love anything. They actually
0: do. Guys, Tish's kids are so freaking healthy. When I was taking care of them, they're like, can I have more carrots, Auntie Lydia? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Auntie Lydia, I think I just want the cucumber. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, Like, leaving ham on their plates, not bothering with, like, chips. The most they wanted was, like, goldfish. They they will <laughs> clean you out of goldfish, let me tell you. Yes, they will.
1: Yes, they will. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but these kids, like, I was astonished and impressed.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, they will. So,
1: yeah, like, that's – anyways, yeah, that's all I want to do. What, what about you? Like, how? what is your Christmas going to look like?
0: Yeah, I think overall my f- – family slash the people we usually have over for christmas are like on some level a little more chill um especially because yeah i know like we kind of stopped doing the bubble thing but we always kind of quote unquote bubbled with the same people we would see anyways and so i think because of that like everybody kind of feels comfortable cuz it's always the same group of people, like you can depend on it kind of thing. So um, right. what we did do, though, is split things up. So um, my brother and his girlfriend come to our Christmas alternating years. So one year they'll come to us Christmas Day. The next year they'll come to us Boxing Day. So this year's a Boxing Day Christmas celebration. So that's when we'll do our big dinner or whatever. And it'll just be what we consider immediate family. And then, so to kind of accommodate and still, in some ways, do what we normally do, my mom has invited a couple of people that will actually come to us on Christmas Day and have brunch with us. So that's kind of how we're navigating it this year. So we're still having the same people we would always have, just kind of separating it a little bit for, you know, that whole COVID thing. Um, Right. But yeah, we're still, you know, having our, our giant dinner. I... Would love to make a blanket rule of no COVID talk at any of these meals. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if people can help themselves. Um, Because it seems like everybody wants to share their opinion about this. It's so interesting, Tish. Like, there's so many other major things happening in the world that actually impact us all. And people don't really seem to care to share their opinions on that or talk about that. But this all right. day every day everything I look yeah. at has to do with this and we're adding to it but <laughs> I think in a different way but still like it's just unavoidable at this point and I'm like it's just really perplexing to me um because there's just so many other things going on but anyways I'm right. I'm still looking forward to Christmas you know happening relatively close to normal for us um Really, for me, it's the big meal and it's the time with family. Like, that's really all I look forward to. If I could have that on a Tuesday night, I wouldn't need Christmas as much. Although, right. you know, I love the music, the lights, the movies. I also need that. Yes, but I do. just mean, like, yes, the do. main part for me is that big meal family time. I crave that. I need that. You can't stop me. I'm going to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know what? And that's why, like, I'm trying to get in the Christmas mood. And I am. I really am. But I think to maintain that Christmas mood and spirit, I just need to be isolated from everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just need to be isolated because I don't want to get mad. Like, I had to clap back. Remember? And I didn't want to have to clap back. But I will. You know that I will. I know. And, like, I try. Guys, listen to me. I try to be calm. (laughs) Like, I do. I do. Because... Usually, generally speaking, if somebody does something for whatever reason, maybe it just has to do with my experience being a black woman. But when somebody tries to get at me and I get at them back, mine is much worse. <laughs> and so I end up getting in much more trouble than the original person because I just, I can't, I can't. And I just don't want to have to clap back in your house. You know, I will, I will though. I don't care. But uh, like, yeah yeah i don't want to have to Mm -hmm. so like and as you said there are so many other things that are going on in the world right now um like even like i don't know you know what i think what frustrates me the most is um when people don't see and i didn't mean to turn this into a COVID thing i'm sorry everyone like I I, it's all right turn this into that um But I think what's most heartbreaking for me uh, personally with my own family um, situations right now and also working in the hospital is like people that actually need care for other things other than COVID are not getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when people want to talk about like, you know, people that are vaccinated are still getting sick and blah, blah, blah. Yes, you're right. they're still getting covid but those people are not clogging up our system it's unvaccinated people that are and they're not seeing the effect of people that can't get life-saving surgery
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: of their decision um they're not seeing that um so many things in the hospital are on hold because of this, Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: provinces have had to scale back and sometimes altogether cancel all other surgeries because of this, and it's just, that that is infuriating to me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear you fight about not wanting a vaccine anymore because this many people have died because of getting the vaccine or have gotten side effects. Like, let's talk about how many people have died from COVID, and not only that, but the effects of COVID, the isolation, yeah. the depression, the suicide, yeah. that like all of these things that are coming up that I'm just like, can we just stop fighting? And can we just maybe work together Yeah, so that we can get out of this? Like yeah. that's, that's where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. So
0: I, I completely understand. I, I think it makes me think of my own situation. And Tish, when I got injured, it just so happened to be after we had been in lockdown for a month. So the numbers had come down. But imagine if they weren't able to do emergency surgery on my knee, I would have been, one, at your house, wheelchair-bound for right. God knows how long because I li- I literally couldn't move. Do you know what I mean? And right. so, like, I-, I can't imagine being in a situation where I couldn't get that surgery right away. I It already has impacted my life greatly, but it would have been – like, honestly depressing if I if I couldn't get that surgery right away. So, but that's actually what happens when, like you said, the system gets clogged with all of these cases instead of doing these, you know, life-saving, life-changing surgeries for other people. Their focus is on the influx of people that are coming to the hospital because of COVID. So it, it actually... Right. It's huge. It's huge. So I, I totally, I hear your frustration. And I, I agree. I think at, at the beginning of all this, we were all so, hey, let, we're in it together. Let's do this together. But it, it really feels like we've settled back into old habits of every man for himself, every country for himself. Right. Because on right. a global scale, you know, my sister and I talk about this all the time. Um, we are out here getting third doses, but there are countries where most people haven't even had their first dose. And they would love to get that they don't even have any qualms or quarrels about it they would love to get their first dose and here we are trying to convince people to get any dose right and so yeah it's just it's so unbalanced and i just would love to go back to you know april 2020 when we were like we're in this together we're gonna help whoever needs help needs help um and we were actually looking out for one another. Suddenly, it's right, it's it's yeah. all gone back to it's just about us and what we can do for us. And it's like, if right. we don't actually help these other countries that are in need of the vaccine, we're going to keep seeing mutations like Omicron. I can't even say it right, but we're going to keep seeing, Omicron, we're going to keep seeing mutations like this. And once again, I am no right. scientist. I ain't no expert. I know. My sister know. is a scientist. She's a bit of an expert. She is an expert. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. like, that, that's who we actually need to be listening to when it comes to these issues. Like, we are, of course, entitled to our opinions, but people spend their whole lives studying for this. There's some there are some people that spent their whole lives studying viruses, studying pandemic situations and they were like it's my time to shine. And now they're finding out just kidding, the court of public opinion apparently trumps your 20 years experience with this, right? Like yeah. it's just yeah. it's unbelievable what's what's kind of taking place right now. Um yeah. but anyways, to switch things up Lighter yes. notes.
1: Yeah. Lighter notes. I still
0: want to talk about all things Christmas because that's what I need to get through this pandemic and this next wave that we're in right now. So, what I would love to hear from you, Tish, is yes. your top five Christmas movies. What are the Christmas movies oh that you have to watch no matter what in this season? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay
1: number one is elf (laughs) that's my number one yes that is my number one i love me some Elf. love it so much i could watch it every day starting from december 1st (laughs) okay i love it second movie is the grinch not the cartoon jim okay yes yes um and can we talk about how that came out what was it i think 2002 yeah that's crazy. Anyway, so love the Grinch. Um, number three, Tom and I, every Christmas Eve, we watch It's a Wonderful Life. We put the kids to bed, um, and we sit on the couch, and we try to keep our eyes open because we're so friggin' tired, because <laughs> it's like 11.30 at night, and we watch It's a Wonderful Life. We've done that for 13 years, wow. and it's wonderful. We love it. Number four would have to be, all right, I really like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I really do, but I have so much beef with Santa. (laughs) I have so much beef with Santa, okay? Like, listen, this song that we sing about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa was actually horrible to Rudolph. He was terrible to him, okay? So, like, I love it, but I think I love it because I get so infuriated that Santa was so, like, you gotta fix that nose. That's not a real good reindeer. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, they totally just bullied just, him. They totally bullied him. Yeah, they okay? did. So, I love it, but I, I love it because I get so mad. I think that's why I love it. Anyways, number five would be okay. I don't really have a number five. Oh. I would just say, like, the Hallmark Christmas movies. Give me uh... any cheesy Hallmark Christmas movie. And I'm here for it.
0: Okay. Yep. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. I like your list. I I probably have more than five, um, but I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Christmas movies and I'll watch different Christmas movies that are literally the same plot, just done in a different way over and over again. Like I just love it all. Um, But the ones that I definitely go out of my way to watch every year Let me tell you, Home Alone 1 and 2, they never miss. They never miss. I need Kevin McAllister every year. I need his mom to go, Kevin, every year. Like, I have to have it. I love those movies so, so much. Um, And it has a special place in my heart. One of the last things that my brother gave me before he passed away was a DVD video of the first Home Alone. And so it's very special to me um and so those are my first two slots after that is I love the Muppets I'm a Muppet fan I know it like it's a weird thing I find not a lot of people are and they look at me funny because it's like that's a kid's thing is it I don't know um (laughs) (laughs) so one of my favorites is the Muppets um Christmas Carol they do a whole Scrooge thing and it's amazing it used to terrify me as a kid and now as an adult it's a joy so that's also on the list um the next two is the stop animation um rudolph and the stop animation santa claus is coming to town so like you tish totally agree santa definitely bullied rudolph it was a problem even rudolph's dad was also a jerk to him and then at the end of the movie is like i always knew you could do it son and i'm like hold on (laughs) Right. Hold on. You tried to get that little kid to put a black thing over his red nose and you yelled at him when it popped off. You're a jerk. No, you need to go to a parenting class. It was not cute. But I, I love stop animation. I also love the little island of misfits, misfits thing. I think it's super cute. Um, So that's on my list. And then like I'm not it's weird because I'm so against not against, but I'm so not about teaching kids about Santa Claus being real. But I like the fantasy of Santa Claus. So I like it as a fairy tale type thing. So I watched, I, I actually watch lots of things with Santa Claus in it. But I also wouldn't tell kids that Santa Claus is real. Don't send your kids to me because I will burst their bubble about Santa Claus. It's happened. Sometimes it's by mistake. Sometimes it's on purpose. So just be careful with your kids around me around Christmas because I will I'll let it slip. <laughs> Santa's not real. But I'll also oh, sit. No. I will also sit with them and watch Santa Claus one, two, and three because Tim Allen is great in those movies. <laughs> Honorable mention. Had to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then just one more. One more is. I'm with you with the Hallmark Christmas movies, but specifically there's one that came out. It's not a Hallmark one. It's a Netflix one. It's called Holiday Rush. And it just has this actress that I really, really love in it. And it's like revolves around a black family. And I just think it's the cutest love story ever. So that's one I've been going back to every year. Um, Uh Like I said, I could keep going. There's so many more because I love Christmas movies, but I'm going to end it there. If you have Christmas (laughs) movies that you love, Um, I really want to hear about them because if there's something that I've missed or something that I haven't seen, I want to see it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I want to
1: hear about them all. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. My thing is, what is your – what is your favorite holiday tradition?
0: Ooh. Favorite Christmas holiday tradition. Um. Okay, so this actually isn't a tradition we do anymore. Um, okay. I, my, I don't know. My family, We I, I don't know if we have, like, traditions in the traditional sense. Ja, 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 Other than the fact that we always eat eat a meal together every year, like, that's the big thing. But the tradition from when I was a kid that I actually hated, but now I miss it, um, uh-huh. is we used to go to church every Christmas morning. So even right. if Christmas was on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday, didn't matter what day of the week Christmas was, we went to church Christmas morning, Christmas morning service was i think 9:30 so like growing up most people i knew would go to christmas eve service but christmas eve we just chilled at home my parents wrapped gifts for us we would watch tv whatever and it was christmas morning that we would go to church and so i loved it because it was a way well when i got older i loved it it was a way for us to see our whole family cuz we went to the the church that did it happened to be this church that m- the majority of our family went to at the time mm-hmm. and so yep. we could see all of our family members on Christmas day without having to go to everybody's house because our family right. was like a decent size and like my family in Canada is really interesting where a lot of like cousins and not a lot of like aunties and uncles and sisters and stuff but I call them that um and so I'm talking like I'm talking like up to my sixth cousin's out here so they're close but they're not like that that close that we would go to their house for christmas day so this was for me a really cool way to see auntie so-and-so and and cousin this and cousin that on christmas day exchange gifts if we were going to do that whatever whatever but have that family time and then still go back to our own homes and have our meals or whoever was coming over would would come over from that point right Um, Right, so i really really enjoyed that and you know we don't really go to to that church anymore it's been years since we've done that but i find now like we don't really see our cousins and stuff on christmas day it's been years since i've uh, you know i see my cousins like throughout the year but it's been years since i've actually seen them on christmas day or since we've done like a christmas brunch with like our our family family so i i I miss that opportunity for that that's the only tradition i can think of
1: yeah what about you Traditions okay. I think my favorite one is um, it is on December 1st when we cut down our Christmas tree. Mm. So we go to this Christmas tree farm, and every single so Tom loves it's called a blue spruce. Okay, that's the kind of tree that he like he really really loves. And mm-hmm. so every year we switch, we go back and forth. I get to pick a tree. Then he gets to pick a tree, right? Okay. But it's fun because, like, as the kids get older, it's like we're all running around this farm trying to find the perfect tree. Mm -hmm. And we use the kids as landmarks. (laughs) We'll be like, we'll be like, hey, you stay here. We'll find you. What? We'll (laughs) We'll be right back. And then we'll go and we'll search and we'll be like, all right, now you stay here. (laughs)
0: oh my goodness
1: and then I'll be with Luca because obviously if I leave Luca somewhere he will just run away he will run, he Um, loves running he will run run. and then Tom will kind of search the rest of the farm until we find one and then we'll all convene together and be like this (laughs) is the one anyway so we cut it down Caleb and Tom cut it down, Tom carries it on his shoulder, back to where we have to pay for it, mm-hmm. we wrap it to the car, and then we get inside, and Tom takes out his record player, <gasps> and he takes out his Elvis Christmas album, Oh! and he puts on his Christmas hat, and we just laugh watching him sing all of these songs, <laughs> and get so excited, and, like, it's just, I just sit there, and, like, with my hot chocolate and take it all in. I just watch them and like the kids will decorate their Christmas tree upstairs because I won't let them dictate what happens to my Christmas tree downstairs. So the rule is my Christmas tree, not even top, my tree.
0: Yes. Yes. I hear that.
1: It is in the living room. And he always asks me, how are we decorating it this year? Because I don't like a lot of color
0: on okay. my tree, okay. I like to
1: stick with a the theme,
0: mm-hmm. so it's
1: like I will either want gold or I'll want silver or I'll want red, but I don't want to mix the two. Mm. can't mix the two right Um I don't like ribbon on my tree, I don't like tinsel on my tree. I like white lights. they have to be white lights. they cannot be multicolored because that's just wrong to me. The kids think I'm very boring. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. So their tree, I call it their Grinch tree, because it is covered with everything, like everything, every color. Every, there's no theme. There is just Christmas threw up <laughs> on the tree, and that's it, right? So that is probably my all-time favorite tradition is the putting up of the tree for
0: christmas that is so precious i love that i completely yeah. disagree with you about how you decorate your tree um i know you do but that, it's I, it's I, yours to decorate it's, you it's you fine <laughs> no 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 i feel i feel like most people are like you and like pick a theme maybe not just one color but most people are like i want a theme i need it to be symmetrical it needs to be this pattern of colors or this one color most people i feel like do that me I'm with your kids. I want my tree to look like something threw up on it and it's just sparkles and glitters and color. Like so I I just have these wonderful memories of our Christmas tree growing up, just being everything. And so actually what I did this year, I intentionally went out and found vintage items that re- reminded me or looked like Christmas ornaments from my childhood so that my tree would look like my childhood tree. So you'd like recreated it. And it's just colors like white lights, colored lights, glass um, ornaments in different colors. Um, I remember when I was a kid, there was like these weird ornaments that were like like fabric ones, like almost like string had been like wrapped around a, an ornament. And I love those ones. Um, there's these like ornaments that have like weird etched pictures in them or whatever, just like absolute chaos and then it comes together and just looks beautiful and colorful and inviting and warm and I just love it <laughs> I know that it would drive you crazy Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: it would drive me nuts yeah it would drive me nuts yeah no I can't I can't I'm very like on our house and Tom's like no I can't do it I'm like oh you will do it one year and like it's gonna happen So he, on the house, puts these multicolored lights up, and I'm like, what is this? I like the straight, like, crisp white Mm light that just, like, surrounds the edges of your home. So, like, one year I'm going to get him to do it because Mm -hmm. that is the ultimate for me. But he's just, he's like, this Tish is so boring. I'm like, it may be boring. It may be but it's what I love so I don't know if he's gonna have to make me wait until the kids move out of the house <laughs> he's oh my like, goodness. like we have kids they're gonna enjoy their Christmas but you know I feel like Tessa's a lot like me in that sense so we'll see like not in the tree sense she thinks my tree is hella boring yes but it's okay
0: it's fine it's, it's totally pretty bad. it's just not exciting whatever <laughs> so actually your white lights around the house i actually like that but i would do that all year round like i would do that from january i would switch my colored lights out and have my normal rest of the year lights on (laughs) because i would just want my house always lit up nicely like that i would have to have the money for the electricity bill because that would just be ridiculous (laughs) but that's what i would want that would be my ideal is white lights around the trim of the house all year and then come December switch it out to colors. That's what I would oh, do. <laughs> well, well one day. <laughs> one day. One day. Um I love that Tom pulls out the um Elvis Christmas music. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so sweet. And that brings me to the other thing that I really wanted to know. Um, which is so I want to know your top Christmas songs that you love to either sing or listen to or whatever. Um, But I also definitely want to chat a little bit about some of the problematic Christmas songs, Um, because I know you were telling me that you don't know (laughs) any problematic Christmas songs. And I know two that are like to me, like these are kind of horrible but also super catchy so i don't know what to do with them so first i want to hear your top and then i will i'll let you know about the tea with some of the christmas songs okay
1: okay my top songs this is very very
0: difficult um this is very difficult for me
1: should because... we do a top
0: five or top ten do you think you could do ten? Oh god
1: I can't do that. Okay, let's do that. Listen, five. here's the thing, guys. Like, I will sing these Christmas songs, but I don't know the names of
0: them. Oh, well, th- I don't- <laughs> that's okay. Sing them to us and I will tell you the names of them I probably know.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Wait, nope. Okay. For my number one,
1: okay? Okay. I think it's Jingle Bells, but not Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All The Way. It's Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells,
0: Jingle All The Way.
1: I like the sleigh right <laughs> That
0: one. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Heard. It sounds so cute. it's
1: So cute because Tessa and I sing this at the top of our lungs when we're in the car. Yeah, when it comes on, we lose it. And so when they first started playing Christmas music on November twelfth, 12- wait, was it November? Yes, November twelfth. Um was the first song that we heard and we went nuts it yeah was on my, my, our way to school it was dropping them off yeah to school and we just went nuts so that's number one <laughs> N- number two would be away in a manger yes but the only version i like of that song is the one on maverick's new album
0: yes it's because really good. tim walker smith
1: sings it and mm-hmm. her voice is just everything to me it's everything mm-hmm. so i love that um Another song that I really, like, love to hate (laughs) is the Christmas shoe song, okay? Because it is so sad. It's such a sad song, but it's so, like, sweet.
0: I don't know if I know it.
1: So, it's the song where this little, like, Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. Like, her mom's about to die. Oh, this sounds so sad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and he wants to get her shoes before she meets Jesus.
0: Like, it's just... Tish, why are you... (laughs) I mean, yes, sad things happen around Christmas, so there's space for this, but I just, I've never heard it.
1: It is so sweet, and, like, the little, like, the little boy voice that's singing it. Oh, my gosh. Oh oh. It is so sad. It's so sweet. Yeah. And then, number four four wait, wait that was number 3 right yes i think okay number number 4 would be your main one
0: mr grinch <laughs> yo it's a great song it's a
1: great song it's a great song um number 5 oh god uh, oh 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 claus <laughs> Good. straight to the, to the ghetto, ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those are
0: my five. Those are my five. Yes, love it. Um, Before I give my five, I have to tell you, there is a Christmas song that lives rent free in my head all year long. (laughs) All year long. It will be like, I don't know, I'll be writing a test or I don't know, like stopping to call my mom and the song will pop in my head. And it's. (laughs) I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mommy and daddy are mad. Rent free in my head all year. All year. I don't know why. I don't know why that song is just always in my head. Um it doesn't make any sense. I don't even really like it. But yeah. So anyways, my top 5. So hilarious. <laughs> right? It's such a terrible song. Like what? It's real it's honestly about a bad beard kid. Like this kid was so naughty. Like I don't even understand why. Anyways. Um, so my absolute favorite Christmas song is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Lots of versions are really good, but there's a the reason why it's my favorite is because I remember this Sesame Street Christmas special from when I was a kid. I think it's from the 80s, but like I watched it in the 90s. Um, and I just remember that like movie, that, that TV moment sitting with my family in the living room and that song being in the sh- in that episode. So that always sticks out to me. Um, so there's that. And I would say my second one is I think it's called Oh Come All Ye Faithful but it's the one in the chorus where they say Oh Come Let Us Adore Him I'm pretty sure that's Come All Ye Faithful Um, but I absolutely adore that one (laughs) yeah Uh, that's number two (laughs) number three has to be uh, All I Want Is For Christmas Is You I'm so sorry but I need Mariah Carey every year Also, that whole album, Uh, that whole album, top to bottom. I need it. Um, Number four. um, What else do I need? Oh, okay. Number four isn't exactly a song, but it's it's a collection of songs. Have you ever heard of Handel's Messiah? Yes. Okay, so yes. Handel's Messiah is like this super old centuries and centuries old collection of like classical music written for christmas time and it all the lyrics are like straight from the bible and it's just absolutely beautiful to me my mom's been playing it since i was a little kid so now i like i can't have christmas without that um yeah i don't know what any of the names of the songs are because it's like quartet number five or like it's it's like names like that. So like I just I couldn't name a single one for you but I need the whole collection it's like an hour-long concert that you know people do um and number five this is a hard one I think I might have to say away in the manger as well I think it's just Mm -hmm. always been a very comforting song for me Um, there's something about like Jesus being like a little baby that's just like I don't know as a kid I just always found it very comforting um so those are my top five but I'm a Christmas junkie there's so many more my Christmas playlist is like over 300 songs long
1: oh god
0: (laughs) yeah so that's just a glimpse okay so now for the ones that are problematic I'm gonna go from least problematic to most problematic in my opinion there's only two of them so, the first okay. one is Do you do you know the song Baby It's Cold Outside?
1: I knew you were going to
0: say it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I have to. I have to because not everybody knows about the controversy with this song. And a few years ago, I want to say maybe 2018, 2019, there was a big push to cancel this song altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I love that song. <laughs> it's freaking catchy right
1: (laughs) i love that song
0: i I love that song i yeah yeah go ahead
1: no i like listen okay i understand why like cancel culture is like cancel this because i mean like listen girls but actually boys
0: no means no no means no like no
1: means no and in this song no doesn't mean no
0: no it does not
1: No, it does not mean no. No is like, ah, it's a suggestion. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, so I get why people have an issue with it, because really the first verse, this woman is trying to leave, and he's like, nah, (laughs) like, she's really trying to go, she's like, this has been nice and he's like but your hands are cold you should stay and she's like but my mom's gonna be worried and he's like but what's the hurry and i'm like you like this is actually so toxic i i get it so the reason why people would would argue against this song being problematic is because at that time because of how society standards were at the time it was seen as like an women were not supposed to be in those situations, even if they wanted to. So if they wanted to be in those situations, they had to at least pretend like they didn't want to so that they wouldn't be called like a hussy or like a slew or anything like that. So it was this little coy back and forth game that they socially speaking had to play in order to actually get what they wanted. Because what she really wanted was the D, right? And so it in our society now, this honestly, it does. It does sound like a toxic relationship. It sounds like she's trying to leave and he's holding her back. But back then, if she wanted to stay, she was obligated to say no and to say no like profusely. Thankfully, society has changed and we're not like this anymore. Like, if you want to stay, you just say you want to stay. And if you want to go, you actually just say you want to go. But back then it wasn't like that. So that's why this song would have been like a funny thing because everybody knew it. But but it was like this unspoken thing. So everybody would have heard this song and been like, oh, that's funny. That's totally what I would do if I wanted to stay a little longer, if I wanted some something to happen or whatever, you know. So. Right, right. We just don't do things like this anymore. It's just so catchy, though. I, 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 I kind of love this song. And I kind of love, like, certain people when they sing it, because the back and forth can be really cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a cute song. It's Listen, it is, I understand why it's problematic. But you know what? Some may argue that she was just playing hard to get.
0: Yeah. And that's what they did back then. That was how things were. That was the society's standard was, quote unquote, playing hard to get. That was the expectation. Right. Although the this line here, the neighbors might think, baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this drink. No cabs to be had out there. <laughs> I wish I knew how to break this spell. Your eyes are like starlight now. Like it's that like this. It's, it's problematic i understand it but i'm not i don't not listen to this song because of 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 that stuff because i understand it contextually this next song though tish i'm sure you've heard it but i don't know if people really understand or realize the lyrics in this song so the song is do they know it's christmas have you heard it oh Yes, I have. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics of this song are horrifying in any context. I don't know who approved this crap, but it's absolutely a pile of steaming hot poop like (laughs) honestly I used to sing this song all the time when it came on I'd be like belting it whatever but then I was like wait who are they talking about because they're like do they know it's Christmas time at all that's the chorus right and then I realized that they were talking about children in the continent of Africa and I was like why wouldn't they know it's Christmas what what is happening here why are you even asking this question and Then I started looking deeper into the the lyrics. This is (laughs) one of the lyrics says, and there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The greatest gift they'll get this year is life. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I ask the audacity of these lyrics is actually like. Oh, it's horrifying to me. It's horrifying to me.
1: But here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm not defending them. Uh-huh. Okay. But here's the thing. I feel like when people think of Africa, they only see what T V portrays. Right. So T V portrays children that are starving. Yeah. And Yep. like living in huts. Yep. That's literally what they portray. So people think Africa, first of all, people didn't even know Africa is a continent. Right. Okay, Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. To people, Africa is a country. And this country of Africa, everybody is starving. Yeah. And they can't know it's Christmas because there's no snow and they live in huts. Yeah. And so, like, just that alone just shows the ignorance.
0: right exactly right
1: it's
0: yeah 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 it's infuriating but i feel like this song perpetuates that like one of the lyrics here is this i think this is the one that gets me the most um so it's like two lines it's like and the christmas bells that ring there are the clanging chimes of doom i'm like what and then well thank god it's them instead of you (laughs) are you serious (laughs) Are you serious right now? Are you saying that we're going to right now celebrate that we're okay and they're not? That's what that's what you want to do right now. That's what you want to put out there. Like, it's just and so the reason why this song was actually written to raise money for the AIDS crisis in Africa back in, I think, the 80s or 90s. And I'm like, I understand that there was, you know, some sort of positive intent. But whoever wrote these lyrics, (laughs) I, I just can't, Tish. It's too much. It's too much. So now when I hear this song, I get, I just, I'm like, it's so freaking catchy. And so I catch myself singing it and I have to stop myself because I'm like, these lyrics are actually (laughs) horrible terrible. <laughs> terrible and so like you know i think everybody remembers the feed the world part is like feed the world it's yeah. it sounds really good and beautiful but i'm like all the other stuff that come before the feed the world part and also the feed the world part has nothing to do with the aids part so what were you doing <laughs> what were you doing <sighs> Also, the whole part about there there not being snow in Africa doesn't make sense because, like, anywhere with mountains, like, when you get up high enough, you're going to hit snow. And there are definitely, like, pretty tall mountains in in Africa. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure there, like, there are parts of Africa that might receive, like, some sort of snow. So, like, the whole thing is just talks about drought and stuff. it's just so trash it's so trash it's just really catchy so what i need is all them famous people to get back together and rewrite this song so i can sing it again (laughs) because it's actually so freaking catchy and it it plays in every store every year everywhere the song is anyways it does yeah
1: she's right guys (laughs) He's not
0: wrong. So He's I just needed to wrong. rant about that. I needed people to know that the song is terrible and they shouldn't listen to it until they rectify the issues with the lyrics. <laughs> this has been a public service announcement with
1: uh, Lydia Holder.
0: <laughs> Actually, though, and this is why we have a podcast so we can tell people. <laughs> yeah, Get the is. word out there.
1: It is. Well, I mean... Just to address Africa, like first of all, we all have the internet. So mm-hmm. can you please go onto Google and look at how beautiful,
0: yeah, advanced, yeah, thriving, yeah,
1: Africa really is. Yeah. Okay, like that's like that's like saying, okay, I'm gonna okay, that's like saying that. I'm only going to refer to the United States as Compton.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like like all of the United States is Compton. Yeah. There's just a lot of gangs, a lot of drug abuse, a lot of murders. Like I'm just, that's, that's America. But it's not like,
0: Yeah. yeah. Not all Americans. And, and here's no. the thing. That's just a glimpse of, of like, Compton too, right? Be- because basically what they're doing is ignoring all the good things that are possibly happening. Like, because at the same time, there are lots of people doing, like, good things in those areas, right? And so, like, when you paint this picture of doom and gloom of any particular area, it, it, it neglects all of the other things. So it just, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. So- yeah.
1: Okay, so, as we, we're going to be wrapping this up shortly, but, Mm -hmm. like, I wanted to only spend a little bit of time speaking about 2022, because, (sighs) to be honest with you guys, like, I was saying to Lydia, like, I don't even know what happened to 2021. Like, I'm still living in 2020 right now, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like 2021 didn't happen, so... I'm still living back in 2020 and now all of a sudden it's like part two of 2020. Yeah. So. Yep. You no, know I feel about it. Like here's the thing. I expect nothing. I'm not going into 2020 with anything. Like all I'm doing is going into 2020. I'm a keep it real with Jesus. That's number one. Number two, I'm working on my revenge body i don't know who i'm taking revenge on yourself on my revenge body (laughs) and number three that's it guys just two
0: things (laughs) (laughs) hey tish
1: i'm working on my body
0: i'm i'm very proud of you for making goals for 2022
1: (laughs) shut up lydia
0: If y'all don't already know, the running joke is that Tish hates goal setting. I am obsessed with goal setting. However, Tish is actually a great goal setter and she's actually very goal oriented and she blames me for it. Um, If you didn't know that, that's Uh that's what's going on here. (laughs) I'm actually like so happy because like with my with my new computer, like my my schedule pops up on the side. And so it just feels like extra organization and just like I love it. I love it so much. Um so for myself oh. 2022 I am looking forward to change. I feel like 2021 has been so much change for me and I don't think I'm done yet and I think that I'm finally in a position of being excited about change and not resistant to it. So I'm I'm excited for more change in 2022 and i'm excited to see how bec- because pandemic has changed life so much i'm excited to see like what new things might come out of it that are good do you know what i mean i think like you know this year I right started a business technically um we started our podcast podcast not just our instagram live so like just things like that have changed and become better um, so I'm just interested to see, like, you know, excited to see what else might come of this new normal that we're kind of carving out for ourselves. Um, right. So I, there is a part of me that's really excited about 2022. Um, I was looking forward to finally celebrating my 30th birthday in 2022. But I think I'm going to have to postpone that till 2023 unless the rest of you can get your act together. Um, so that's another public service announcement. <laughs> because let me tell you i'm not celebrating any birthday until i get a dirty 30 like i'm not doing it and so if i'm like 35 if i'm like 39 it, this cannot last that long because no it actually can't um but i will not be celebrating any other per- birthdays until i get my dirty 30 so so i'd like to say it's going to happen in 2022 in the summer um even though i'm a march baby i'm planning on doing it in the summer because it's It's just not going to work. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to say it's going to happen in 2022. But my projection is 2023 at this point. But if y'all can get it together, maybe 2022, I can actually have my 30th birthday party. You
1: know, listen, I would. I agree with you. You were robbed.
0: You was robbed. I was robbed.
1: Okay you were wrong yeah um so i completely agree with you um you all better get your act together all right <laughs> get your act together so we can celebrate my sister's 30th birthday thank you this is literally crazy
0: thank you crazy yeah it is
1: um and we will celebrate your 30th birthday yeah it will be dirty
0: yes it will be so dirty it'll be epic we'll celebrate absolutely I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know when it's going to happen. Be- I might turn 20, uh, sorry, 32 or 33 before it happens, but it's going to happen. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> um, So, f- yeah. folks, th- that's it for us until the new year, I think. Actually, we might be able to record. Actually, no, I don't think we will be able to. But no, I don't think so. We will definitely see you in uh, 2022 on the other side. We hope that you do get to spend some time with at least some of your loved ones over the course of the next couple of weeks and days. Um, and we hope that you get to ring it out in the new year in a way that is fulfilling and beautiful for you. Um, I know that we're going to find ways to do that for ourselves as well. And let's make the best of it. Whatever it is, find the best way through it. That's all I can say. (laughs) That's right. And
1: please be safe. Please Mm -hmm. be smart. Be safe. Enjoy this time. Find the good in the midst of the lockdown. Find the good. Be grateful. We have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And, like, reach out to a friend who may not have a lot of family or may not have a lot of people surrounding them. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a hard year for a lot of people. So let's just be conscious of that. We wish you guys nothing but the best for 2022.
0: Godspeed. Yep.
1: (laughs) And we'll see you there.
0: Yes, we will. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye.